Hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick at Big J. Welcome to the 13th day of September 2021. It's a Monday. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody. There's Big J right over there. Hello. Hello. Pe- Peaks and Valleys weekend, it sounds like, Big J. Yeah, no kidding. Correct? Higher highs and lower lows, right? Uh, uh, the lows were too lows. What was the highlight of the weekend? Uh, I would say probably our first game day out at uh, Chili's nice. right across from Albertson Stadium. It went really well. That was Friday night. It, of course, uh, led to uh, a BSU victory over yeah. UTEP, which we'll talk about over the course of the show today. And the low light? Uh, the low light, getting a phone call from the wife at the grocery store saying uh, we have a flat tire. And, uh, yeah, so... Uh, that wasn't that wasn't cool. Luckily, you have a fleet of vehicles you were able to, I'm sure, scoop her up, right? Well, I picked up the groceries, left her there to deal with it. Smart. But, because uh, she told me to. And, and and then when we got home from the whole ordeal, it's like, listen, we've been pretty lucky with tire issues for the last 15 years or whatever. So, you know, things were just catching up. Because that's the second flat in uh, two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a brand new set of tires, and not sure uh, how that happened, but, you know, we'll, we'll conclude the investigation later today. I'm sure it was a nail or something awful that got picked up and just a complete uh, weird chance situation. Yeah. But hopefully it was a good weekend overall. Yeah, it was great, man. NFL all over the place. Heck yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed your first football Sunday. Hopefully it went better than mine. Uh, I'm a Packer fan. It was rough. But that's okay. Uh, listen, I'm not going to panic over week one. Your team sucks. Uh, yeah, that's what everybody says. And so we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, although it was pointed out to me yesterday that, uh, you know who also lost uh, to the Saints 38-3 to in week one? Oh, yeah, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Last year, yeah. Guess what Guess what they don't have? Who what? They don't have Tom Brady. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with our quarterback situation. Uh, that worked out last year. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'll no, take it. No, not really. In. Well, I mean, listen, is it, they did better than 49ers, pal. I'm just saying. See, me too. And so, uh, but I tell you what, uh, peaks and valleys for my fantasy team too. Uh, t- uh, the I still have a thing to go with the morning after fantasy football league, but in my money league, literally it's the always... worst score I've ever had. Oh, I scored. Really? I'm done, and I scored 33 points total for my team. I mean, it was just a comically low score. I've never seen a score that low with all my players played. Every single one played and started. And I got 33 points. Usually you can't stop talking about how great your money is. I know. I started out terrible. I have Aaron Rodgers, of course, who had an awful game. I have Ezekiel Elliott, who had an awful game. I have uh, Edward Zolaire for the Chiefs, who did okay. He had seven points. And then I have, like, um, I had Brandon Ayuk, who scored zero. I have Robert Tanyan, who scored points. I mean, it was just a full-on mess. Uh, So it was an awful start. It was just so bad that I had to laugh. I mean, there's absolutely nothing you can do when you put up 33 <laughs> points. Uh, let's see. In, my, in one of my other leagues, uh, I, I, despite starting Aaron Rodgers, I still won. Congratulations. Uh, who carried your team then? Because I know it wasn't him. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. There, yeah, that, he had a hell of a game. Welcome Rob back. Gronkowski, Adam Thielen. Yep, that's a nice little uh, spattering. That's how you can survive a bad quarterback output for sure. Uh, today on the show, we have a chance for you to enjoy a little bit of giveaways. Uh, listen, we got to give away a big Metallica prize package today for all of you that qualified last week. We're going to do that. Plus, we have a concert announcement on the show today. That's going to happen. And we have additional fun and excitement, beer to badass, and all sorts of stuff. Let's get started with some music. Man in the Box, kicking things off by Allison Chains here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X Rock. <laughs> 
Orange Newsfeed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates, the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Today's the day, Big J. The President of the United States of America is going to swing by Boise to visit the National Interagency Fire Center, NIFC, amid a multi-stop West Coast tour partially focused on this particular region's devastating wildfire season. Uh, It's right by the Boise Airport. It's a 55-acre campus, and it's the nation's support center for wildland firefighting right here in Boise, Idaho. Uh, Not Biden's first trip here to Idaho. He came by in 2009 as part of the celebration for the Special Olympics Winter Games. Of course, uh, former President Obama was here twice. Uh, Biden didn't make the trip with him during his reign. Uh, And, of course, uh, Donald Trump didn't have a chance to come on by when he was president. But this is the first time somebody from the presidency in the White House has come by since 2015, so it's always a pretty big deal. Big J, when Air Force One lands at the Boise Airport. Yeah. And uh, you get to see cool stuff, and that happens, and because his trip is pretty much around the airport, it shouldn't mess with traffic too much, which is something that tends to happen when a president visits a town. He doesn't have a lot yeah. of commuting to do, I should put it that way. <laughs> doesn't have to break out the old beast. Exactly. So you're not going to have a whole cavalcade of people driving down the street, which is a good thing, and streets being closed and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll see what he has to say when he comes to town, but that is part of the agenda today. Looking back on Friday, it took a quarter, but Boise State's Broncos offense warmed up finally and started firing on all cylinders. Still have some issues with the run game, though. But final score, 54-13. A little bit off of Big J's final score prediction. I had no idea. As the Broncos improved to one-on-one, one-on-one in the new season. Uh, UTEP put up a fight early despite being a 25-point underdog, but six turnovers pretty much did them in. Uh, Hank Bachmeyer had a really good game, 17-24 for 340 and a couple of touchdowns. I'll tell you this right now, Khalil Shakur is the best wide receiver in college football. End of statement. Seven receptions. At least four of them were amazing. Uh, 166 yards, and he had a couple of one-handed catches that ended up on SportsCenter's top ten. So he had a hell of a game. He's a hell of a football player, and he's got a very good career ahead of him in the National Football League if he keeps playing like he is playing. Up next for the Broncos, they host Ohio. Excuse me, uh, Oklahoma State University, which is happening on Saturday. Broncos open up early favorites in that game by four another Chili's game day happening this Saturday with the X before kickoff so make sure you swing on by what in your opinion Big J was the most exciting game of the weekend NFL wise uh let's see uh, I mean gosh it might have been the the kickoff on Thursday night yeah, but, that, but last night's game was was pretty decent as well. Well, that was over before it started. Anyway. Sure, but it was fun uh, fun seeing Matthew Stafford <laughs> not get murdered no, in a game. That Rams team is going to be really, really good. Yeah. Really, really good. Uh, I'll take uh, for the win. I think, you know, the, the Patriots-Dolphins game is actually a lot of fun to watch. That's for sure. But the Chiefs-Browns game was, was, was really cool watching the Chiefs come back on that game. Browns jumping out to a big lead and then never giving up on Pat Mahomes or Travis Kelsey, for that matter, as they get it done. Uh, probably the most surprising game would be the Saints as Jameis Winston threw for five touchdowns to just blow out the Packers. But in second place, at least for me, was how much the Cardinals took it to the Titans. Titans supposed to be a pretty good team, and the Cardinals just beat the tar out of them in their own house. 
And so that was pretty impressive to me. So watch out for these Cardinals as well. I mean, listen, it's week one. You can't you can't uh, put too much into the stock considering, you know, there was a lot of sloppy football played yesterday because, you know, not a lot of the starters played in the preseason. And so there were some mistakes that were made that aren't going to be made in the future. So nothing really that you can bank on after week one, but still some impressive performances and some very depressing performances as well. Yeah, and it's clear, like, the, the NFC West, tough place. Yeah, it's been the toughest division in football for probably two, three years. It will continue to be uh, this year for sure. Another big weekend for Shang-Chi at the box office. Have you seen that one yet? I haven't. Have you? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, $31.8 million at the box office this particular weekend. Uh, a very good performance. It is the fourth biggest second weekend ever for a September release. After It, It Chapter 2, and Hotel Transylvania 2. Uh, it earned $94.6 million its first weekend out. So that's pretty good for the fun that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Malignant comes in at number two. Free Guy number three, Candyman four, and Jungle Cruise number five at the box office. Really, the only movie to really do a whole hell of a lot of money with this weekend was Shang-Chi, however. Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and you can uh, get yourself an appointment at thebeardsmith.com. Two locations now, one in uh, Garden City and the other in Caldwell, which is uh, ready to go. So if you live in the 2C, a chance for you to get all bearded uh, and beautiful right there. Safe to say, today's Bearded Badass is the only bearded, insanely talented axe man to have ever offered the morning after a beer. He loves beer so much he seemed to want to fight me when I stupidly said no thanks to his beer offer while on uh, the In Flames tour bus at Rockin' the Range. I'm, of course, talking about Bjorn uh, Jalot, the lead guitarist for In Flames. Uh, Bjorn sports a majestic and awe-inspiring, well-maintained beard at all times. It may even be the source for his artistic powers. Bjorn originally joined the band way back in 1995 as the drummer. But when the opportunity to jump over to lead guitar presented itself when a member left, he jumped at it. But creating amazing guitar riffs isn't the only art that Bjorn is good at. He's a very accomplished artist. Paintings, drawings, he loves creating art. And if you take a look over his Instagram page, it seems that he really enjoys painting portrait style. Also, it's pretty clear he has another passion, Nick. Beer. This bearded man isn't happy unless he has a beer in his hand, something the rest of, well, most of people uh, can certainly identify with. Not me, because I'm allergic to it. Unlike most of the bearded badass episodes, however, I can tell you from personal experience that Bjorn is one of the nicest and coolest dudes wielding an axe on stage, and his beard is always on point. Bjorn Jalot, bearded badass. Now, I could be wrong. But I'm a hundred percent certain you did Bjorn as a bearded badass already. No, no, it was uh, it was a uh, send nudes. Uh, a send nudes. Sorry, yes, it was a send nudes. Oh. I have a list here of all, all right. of them. He's I not believe in there. you. I just remember you had mentioned the the drummer thing before that I hadn't known. That was stirring the send nudes. Beautiful. Either way, uh, happy bearded badass to you, Bjorn. Certainly, of all things, and literally, also a really cool person. Yeah, like top to bottom, just a really awesome guy. That uh, that listen, all the mem- members of In Flames are great, just good people all the way around for, for sure. sure. And a lot of them are bearded, as a matter of fact. You could probably go work your way through the whole band if you wanted to. Probably get there. How about we say happy bearded badass to you, Bjorn, and make sure you book yourself an appointment at the Beardsmith if you're so inclined. It's a great way to get started, haircut or otherwise, and uh, you can do so at thebeardsmith.com. <laughs> 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. The Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. New poll out says a third of adults in the United States of America have gotten into an argument with somebody over a misreading a text message, Big J. Do you fall in that particular category? What kind of argument are we talking here? I don't think they're talking about a knockdown dragout argument. I think they're talking about, like, why are you mad at me? I'm not. Well, yeah, of course. Research from Hidden Hearing found that 40% of adults will spend hours puzzling over somebody's wording or tone in a message, while 20% have wrongly assumed somebody was upset with them because they guessed the tone of a text incorrectly. Mostly, this has a problem with, uh, you know, us failing to figure out sarcasm in text form still is difficult sometimes. Or, you know, a misspelling or a short text message can come off as seeming curt or something like that, you know? Yeah. And so you're like, man, did I do something wrong? Is somebody mad at me? What have I done to deserve this? What did this? I do? How can I make it up to this person? Why? And so, uh, obviously, this is not something that's a great situation, but I don't think anything that's going to be remedied anytime soon. Yeah, why can't we have a simple uh, sarcasm emoji? Uh, I, I vote for sarcasm font, even, would be a good thing. So that what you that can, would look like? Uh, it could be anything. I mean, we could... The font itself would have to be sarcastic. <laughs> okay, describe that for me. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think if, any, if, if we could all agree that some particular font that already exists could be the sarcastic font it could lead to a lot of easier discussions but i'm not saying you have to start something from scratch i think we could just like say like you know comic sans is the sarcastic font and then you can start using it if you want to talk about sarcastic things hopefully clearing up some messaging in in corrections but uh until we have figured this out and we can agree on that I suspect this number will continue to rise and will continue to get into unnecessary arguments or, you know, unnecessary apologies for something that you didn't even do anything wrong for. Broncos win big on Friday, 54-13 final score against UTEP. Nice win on the blue for the Broncos. Nice test up next. Oklahoma State comes into Albertson Stadium on Saturday. And the Broncos are favored by four in that particular game. We'll see how they do. In the NFL side of things, it was opening weekend in football. Philadelphia, the Steelers, Bengals, 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks, Chargers, Panthers, Texans, Chiefs, Dolphins, Saints, Broncos, and Rams. All winners. We got Monday Night Football tonight, Big J. Ravens and Raiders. Raiders hosting the game. Who do you got? Uh, boy, I'm going to go with the Raiders just based on the uh, the fact that everybody on the Baltimore Ravens is injured. It right. seems that way. We'll see what it ends seems up like happening. like they're one step away from tearing their ACLs. Kickoff is a little after 6 o'clock tonight if you would like to watch it. Uh, also, the debut of some rookie quarterbacks, and it wasn't great for those that started. Pretty good for those that didn't. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson both got off to pretty rough starts yesterday. I mean, Trevor uh, Lawrence did throw three touchdowns, but had three uh, pretty bad interceptions in the beatdown by the Houston Texans. And Zach Wilson uh, looked lost at some times out there, uh, chucking the ball up and uh, lost to the team that traded away the quarterback to get him. Sam Darnold gets a little bit of revenge against his former team, the Jets. But that was a rough game to watch, if we're being perfectly honest. Uh, was not exactly exciting, but Panthers win that one 19-14. Zach Wilson did have two touchdowns in that particular performance as well, but a pretty bad pick as well that probably pretty much sealed the loss for the Jets. But listen, 
learning curves, baby, right? You're going to see that yeah. in the first way it works. But, you know, uh, Lance for the 49ers had a touchdown. Fields for the Bears had a touchdown. But those guys were used sparingly in their games for the 49ers and Bears, respectively. Speaking of football, one of my favorite things to happen this weekend involved a football game. It was Saturday. ESPN was hosting a game day at Iowa State. And it was University of Iowa versus Iowa State for a big game. And so they had uh, Ashton Kutcher come in. You know how they have the celebrity do their guest picks kind of a thing on the set of oh, game oh, day? yes, yes. And so Ashton Kutcher was the, you know, the guest because he went to the University of Iowa. And so he's got a connection with these particular games. And they showed him getting off of his jet at the airport and showing up to the set. And a bunch of Iowa State fans just started chanting at Ashton Kutcher, take a shower. And it was hilarious. They said, take a shower, take a shower, of course, uh, because he and his wife had admitted that they don't really regularly wash their children or take a shower on a regular basis. That's hilarious. So they were roasting a little bit. Uh, although uh, Ashton got the last laugh because Iowa did end up winning the game against Iowa State, certainly the uh, Cyclones fans had the best uh, cheer of the weekend as far as I'm concerned. So Maybe it was ever. all in good fun and a decent, decent chant. Well played. But you know it! The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Big J, when was the last time you were high on life? Stop. Um, I don't know, man. It's been a while. Oh, that makes me sad, buddy. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, how about uh, if you can think back to when that happened? When was the last time you were so high on life that you decided to steal, I don't know, let's say a fire truck? Never. All right. Well, then. Unfortunately, it sounds like a good time, though. You don't have a lot in common with uh, 39-year-old Kalani Kroll, then, as the Florida woman is under arrest because she tried to steal a fire truck and then blamed her erratic behavior first on being high on life and then on a mythological Harry Potter portion, Potion Big J. Fire and rescue workers responded to a call about a woman in distress on the beach and then arrived to find 39-year-old Kroll. She told them that she needed CPR. And as they were walking to the ambulance, she suddenly just took off running. She busted out. Uh, Since she hadn't done anything wrong, they just kind of let her go on her way. You know what I mean? They responded to a woman that that they thought was having a medical emergency. That's what they do. When she clearly wasn't, and she ran away, they're like, all right, I mean, listen, our job here is done. Like she seems pretty healthy to us. But then moments later, she tried to steal one of the fire trucks that came to rescue her. Where did she run off to? Did she circle back around? I think you know what. They, they, so she's on the beach, right? So they park the 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 rescue vehicle, like the ambulance and the fire truck, off the beach. And I'm guessing they're trying to help her to the ambulance. And then as they help her, she just makes a break for it and runs towards the fire truck. You know what I mean? Okay. So then she climbs in and attempts to drive away. But that's when the fire department grabbed her and pulled her out of the truck. As she was being handcuffed, uh, Kroll apologizing, saying, quote, I'm sorry for trying to take the truck. I just lost my marbles. When asked that if she was under the influence of anything, she told them that she was high on life. And then she said, quote, my mistake. I had taken, quote, the elixir of life, which is apparently a potion from Harry Potter. I, again, I'm not familiar. Do you know? I don't remember. 
None of it resonated with no. you? No. The elixir of life. That's apparently a Harry Potter potion. I'm sorry, this might be funnier if I knew a little bit more about what that potion was supposed to do, but I'm not familiar. Uh, she is charged, however, with Grand Theft Auto, even though she never got to take it anywhere, Big J. I ask you, is that a proper charge? She really just got into the front seat of the vehicle. And then she was pulled out. Is that Grand Theft Auto? No. I mean, I can see you trespassing Stealing on somebody's seat, maybe. Yeah. I can see, like, you know, that's that's private property, or you can get some sort of, you know, resisting or, in, I guess, uh, being in the way of somebody doing their job as a public officer. But if you just get into a vehicle, I guess that's Grand Theft Auto charge. She also was charged with resisting law enforcement, so... It was a rough day. Whatever the elixir of life is, I'm almost certain it's not a potion that makes you want to steal a fire truck. That much I know. There's no way that's in one of the movies. You'd remember that, right? Right. Okay. So, even if she was on the elixir of life potion, potion didn't work. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There you go with your fun that is We're Going to Hell. Up next, a concert announcement for you. Get ready to live. It's next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is stained. That is outside here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You were promised one, so we need to give you one. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. Oh, Big J, who's coming to town? Oh, here's who's coming to town. Static X is coming to town February 25th of 2022. At the Rev Center. That's right. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday, 10 o'clock. You can grab them at all the Ticketmaster locations online at the Rev Center box office. But the return of Static X is coming in early 2022. It's all presented by 100.3 The X Rocks. And you can hear songs like this. It's Push It on the X. That is Static X. Big J, we got to be playing that for a reason, right? Yeah, uh, February 25th of next year, Static X will be landing at the Rev Center for an old concert. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's all presented by 100.3 The X Rocks. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster locations. But get ready, the metal is coming in the beginning of next year. Another show brought to you by The X Rocks. It's done. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the advocates, the advocates injury attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And if you care about your iPhone or your iPhone camera, you probably don't want to attach it to your motorcycle or dashboard to film things. Apple published a document Friday warning users that attaching your phone to vehicles can expose them to high amplitude vibrations. That can end up degrading the phone's optical image stabilization, basically ruining your camera, and all sorts of mess over time. All iPhones, beginning with the iPhone 6, have either this particular technology that messes with the stabilization or a closed-loop autofocus system that basically keeps images clear even if you accidentally move. And if if they're shaking a whole bunch, that ruins it, so it basically screws up your camera for good. But a lot of people are using their iPhones as dash cams for some reason. Like, I understand why, but I mean, that's what they're using it for, even though that's not what they're intended for. And so, and then they get all upset when their camera doesn't work anymore. And they're like, guys, it's a phone and sometimes a camera not meant to be used for, you know, filming your your traffic accident and making sure that you're not culpable in a whole bunch of things that you're doing wrong on the road. But just a reminder, don't mount it to your dash or to your motorcycle. It's not a good way to do it. It will ruin your phone. 
Boise State uh, evened up their record at 1-1 on the season thanks to a 54-13 victory on the blue on Friday against Texas El Paso. The Miners didn't stand a chance, Big J. That's right. They look like they might have put up a fight in the first quarter, but... Uh, they, I was highly concerned. But uh, they ended up uh, getting the tar beat out of them, and of course, uh, they were 25-point underdogs, and the Broncos covered the spread as well, uh, thanks to six big turnovers. The defense played their part for sure. All three phases of the game, I think, scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, They had the punt, the big punt return for a touchdown. Yeah. The defensive scored, and the offense scored as well, a bunch uh, two touchdowns for Hank Bachmeyer. Uh, Khalil Shakur is amazing out there. Uh, seven receptions, 166 yards. He averaged uh, 24 yards every time he caught the ball. A couple of uh, Sports Center top 10 one-handed catches, too. Up next for the Broncos, uh, Oklahoma State University on Saturday. Broncos favored by four on the blue. Should be a big game this weekend. Sound like you were going to say something. Uh, I was going to think, I, I just saw at least uh, there, Oklahoma State was getting some votes. Uh, maybe 22 in the uh, top uh, coaches poll. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, so it's a big game coming up this weekend, just like we said. Eagles beat the Falcons big. Steelers came back on the Bills in the second half. Bengals beat the Vikings in overtime. 49ers held off the Lions. Big try and comeback win by the Lions, or tried to anyway, but the 49ers had too much of a lead. Cardinals spanked the Titans. Uh, Seahawks over the Colts. Chargers beat the Washington football team by four. Panthers over the Jets. Texans beat the Jaguars. Chiefs came back on the Browns. Dolphins uh, had a chance to really lose that game, but the Patriots fumbled the ball with less than two minutes in the game to give the Dolphins a one-point victory. Saints all over the Packers. Broncos big over the Giants and the Rams easily taking care of the Bears last night on Sunday Night Football in the first weekend of the NFL. We've got Monday Night Football tonight between the Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders. If you want to watch that, it's on ABC and ESPN. Looks like it's the year of Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She may have dropped out of Mr. and Mrs. Smith for Amazon, but there could be a very good reason why she's doing it. Apparently, uh, the good people over there that are putting together the new Indiana Jones movie are ready to pass the torch to her to be the next lead in the Indiana Jones franchise, according to at least the Daily Mail and maybe even Kathleen Kennedy, who said that she was looking to make big changes once Harrison Ford was done with Indiana Jones, which pretty much he is with this movie. She said, quote, this would be a huge statement and a great role for Phoebe to take over the franchise. It was announced earlier that Phoebe is going to be starring in the new movie with Harrison Ford, who's going to turn, of course, 80 a couple of weeks before the movie opens up. So we're not exactly sure yet who she portrays in the movie, but the gossip on the set is that this character will slot into the leading role and be Indiana Jones moving forward, Big J. How say you? Uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of hers just yet, so what have you seen her in? I don't know. It's a great question. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that you're pro or against anybody that you haven't seen. You, do, you haven't watched Fleabag on Amazon, right? Haven't watched Fleabag. Uh, Fantastic show, although very different than anything that she's... But you did enjoy her in Rogue One. She was the voice of the robot. You no, no, no. There. That was Solo. Not Rogue solo, One. Solo. You're right. Solo. My fault. But you did enjoy her in that, right? Sure, but it was just her voice. Well, what, that can't be extensions of ourselves now? Mr. I'm on the radio all the time? Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some of us on the other end are actually handsome. (laughs) There is your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J.
Yep, and we have tickets here today to hook you up with. Gojira is coming. Uh, the date has changed. October 8th is the day they will be at the Rev Center. We'll get you set up those tickets if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. French medal up for grabs. If you would like to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown today, let me give you our phone number. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. You're going to have to know a little bit about television. You're going to have to know maybe a little bit about, well, I'm going to focus on television today, if that's okay, Big J. Television! I may get into movies, but we'll see how far we go. 208-287-1003, if you want to play, let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Michael. All right, Michael, you are up first. Michael, we all know that Kelsey Grammer, for a majority of his career, played a character called Frasier on multiple television shows. What was the profession of Frasier? A psychologist? I'll take it. Psychologist. Right. Psychiatrist. I know there's two different things, but it's good enough for me. Big J, uh, on the television show Family Guy, what is the name of Mort's wife? Oh, man. Mort? Yes. Family Guy. Correct. Um, boy. Uh, Leslie. Leslie. Wrong. No. Is she a character in animation throwdown? <laughs> I do not know. And I don't, I don't so. know. Uh, I thought you watched Family Guy. I do, but how many times does Mort refer to his wife? Uh, well, I mean, they're both the characters uh, as long as they're in the show. Actually, they actually killed her off in her very own episode. Uh, what if I gave you the choices of Thelma, Muriel, or Lois? Muriel. That is correct. Right. See, you knew it once you heard it. Uh, but Muriel. congratulations to you, Michael. You right. got yourself tickets to Gojira today for Pop Culture Smackdown. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're good to go. That's your Pop Culture Smackdown for today. We got your headlines. They're coming up next on the X Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the fancy eye pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you hear about all the time on the X, it's right there at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Last call is for wimps. You are suffocating me and chew it up. You are suffocating me. A woman drew up a 17-page relationship contract with her boyfriend of just two weeks after they found each other on Tinder, Big J. Ann Wright, among them, uh, demanded that her boyfriend, Michael Head, pay for date nights, buy her flowers at least twice a month, and work out five times a week. Jeez, man. Well, to some people, that's not that big of a deal. But believe it or not... He demanded to do it? The couple will celebrate their first anniversary in October. He signed the contract and has lived up to it, and they've been together a year, Big J. Wow. So maybe she's got her head on right, or this dude is just whipped. What do you say? I mean, it sounds like all the stuff he would normally do anyways. So... Well, flowers twice a month seems excessive to me. Yeah, that does seem excessive. I wonder, he's really done that the entire year? I guess so. I mean, according to the contract. I'm not sure. Good for the flower places in town. (laughs) Right? Uh, If your wife asks you to sign a contract, would you do it? I mean, you're too deep into it, I guess, at this point. You almost have to. Uh, But, I, I mean... I'm trying to figure out. I, I do. I did sign the contract. My vows. That's not a contract. It sure is. I guess it's a verbal contract, technically. Uh, what did your vows say? Or did you write your own? I yeah, don't we, we did our own. Do you remember what they were no. entailing? <laughs> no. I love you, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you 
usual. <laughs> Sickness and health, etc., etc. All the standard stuff. Last call is for wimps or chew it up. Uh, last call is for wimps. A South Dakota man faces burglary charges after police found him drinking beer in a bar after hours. The 53-year-old Sioux Falls man was arrested at 5.30 in the morning on Friday after an alarm alerted police of a possible occupant at the bar. Authorities say they found him walking around the establishment just drinking his beer. Police were unsure exactly how the man got into the bar, but they said that forced entry wasn't a factor, so they think that whoever closed the bar didn't check the bathrooms or something like that and locked him in, and then this dude was just kind of wandering around drinking his beer, having a good old time. But that's still against the law, Big J, and so he got in trouble for it. Not sure, I mean, like, that seems weird to me, right? I mean, granted, if you got locked into a place, how is that breaking and entering a burglar? Maybe because he helped himself to a beer, it becomes a burglary charge? Sure, did you get locked in on purpose? I, th- I don't know, I mean, that that could be, I suppose. But it's not. It doesn't say that in the story, so then I'd be jumping to conclusions, I think. But I think if you get locked in somewhere, that's not your fault. Now, you can, that doesn't mean you get carte blanche to take anything that's in the place once you're locked in. That's another issue altogether. But I don't think it should be a breaking and ending charge if that's what just happened. And we'll wrap it up with Chew It Up. The uh, Illinois State Police says a visitor to the Illinois State Fair was reunited with an unusual piece of lost property, their dentures. The ISP said in a Facebook post that a fairgoer flagged down troopers to turn over a set of abandoned chompers found in the Conservation World area of the fair. The post was later updated that to say that the owner had been found. Apparently, uh, he left his dentures on a weird piece of furniture somewhere and then realized when he left the exhibit that he didn't put his teeth back in. And then he went in to find them, and sure enough, somebody had turned them in. So... I mean, all of that is very strange yeah. to me, how that would happen. Why you would be in a situation where you're out of the state fair and you're like, you know what I got out of my head? These damn dentures. Just for a second. And then you walk away and forget that you didn't put them back in. Like that to me would feel like something that you would know you didn't have in your face, right? Yeah. But I guess it happens. The good news is everybody was reunited. And so he can go and enjoy the fair food. And not have to worry about anything. But here's a reminder. Keep an eye on those dentures. Because I also think they're not cheap, right? No. You don't want to misplace those. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. That is Fozzie. That is Sane here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And granted, uh, it's not like you need to be wrapped in bubble wrap to do what we do. But I wouldn't call being... A person on the radio, a dangerous job, but that doesn't mean there aren't some out there, correct, Big J? Yeah, it's dangerous mentally. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, that's for sure. But that's not uh, what we're talking about here. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics uh, gave a rundown of America's deadliest jobs, oh, Nick. God, deadliest. Yeah, that's right. De- surprising to me in this list that they gave of, uh, I think it was, uh, they gave, uh, well, we have the top 25 list here. Uh, crab fish- fishing, not in the top list here. Interesting. Deadliest well, catch means it's, you know, like average catch. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the people that are on that show uh, have been injured, which makes it a dangerous job, no doubt about it. But, you know, all the people that have passed have been, you know, due to other reasons besides yeah. actual job-related yeah. stuff. And so Usually I, drugs, yes, unfortunately, uh, or uh, heavy drinking and smoking. 
Uh, here are the top five, Nick. So uh, I don't know if this will surprise you at all, but uh, number five is garbage collectors. Yeah, I mean, I, again, the deadliest thing sticks out to me. I can see where somebody could get injured because there's a lot of heavy equipment involved in it. But, you know, deadly is another thing altogether. So thank you to all of our, our yeah, waste management. Yeah, I mean, who knew? You were uh, sticking your, uh, you know, one out there so much. We appreciate it. Uh, number four on that lift list, and I, and I get this, it makes sense to me, roofers. Yes, very much so. Uh, it's God, what a terrible job to have to do uh, in the heat, especially, and up there high. I mean, it's it's a dangerous job. Yes, very dangerous. Take a spill anytime. Uh, number three, oil workers and miners. Okay, that makes sense to me as well. So anybody working in an oil rig, there, that's a dangerous place to be in, in a mine. Ooh, don't want it. Thank you. Number two, aircraft pilots and flight engineers. Also makes sense to me. Now, and they're not specifically talking about airlines here. Uh, it's pretty regu- regulated. It's a smaller... You know, planes and different things like that. Yeah. Uh, number one, what do you think? Yeah, you got a guess? Of dead. See, I was way off on dangerous and deadly, so no, I wouldn't even be able to figure it out. It's got to be something that works with uh, lots of tools, uh, judging by the pattern that we've seen. So, uh, construction of some kind? Close, man. Uh, lumberjacks. All right. See so, that. logging workers. Yeah, very dangerous for sure. Trees falling all the time. You never know where they're going to come down. All sorts of bad things can happen. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, the loggers are 33 times more likely to experience a fatal accident at work than the average U.S. worker. Jesus. Well, uh, thank you for all that you do. These are people that work real jobs and do real things. Yeah, we know a couple of them. So, uh, hey, good job. Indeed. We appreciate all the work that you do. Please keep that up, too, by the way. Uh, That would be great if you all stayed on this earth. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll get back to the hard work of pushing buttons and we'll do some bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks. The X. Hey, we got a nice little morning after prize package here for you. A Papa Murphy's Boise meal deal. We'll get you a large pepperoni pizza, cookie dough, breadsticks, and soda all wrapped up in one little bundle for you. Also, uh, a Watson Mystery Cafe and Spirits. It is uh, a lot of fun. We've got a table for four, drinks for four, dinner for four. We'll get you set up with all that and send it to you in the mail if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. 208-287-1003. Bunch of dinners coming your way. We got dinner for like a couple weeks taken care of. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, all you need to do is figure out who Big J's trying to be. He's got three clues prepared around a certain celebrity. Figure out who that celebrity is, and boom, these prizes are coming your way. Hopefully making you very happy. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Kyle. All right, Kyle, you're up first. I got fired from playing guitar in Metallica. I'm sorry, can you say it one more time? I got fired from playing guitar in Metallica. Dave Mustaine. There you go. Bam! One and done. Well done there, Kyle. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those prizes. Clues two and three. I went on to form my own metal band called Megadeth. And I have my own wine vineyard called Mustaine Vineyards. Uh, the third clue should have given it away. Why is Dave Hopefully. Mustaine in the news? Uh, it's, today is Dave Mustaine's birthday. Happy birthday, Dave Mustaine. 60 years old, the man. The big 6-0, man. And a cancer survivor now. Uh, certainly looks to be in good health. Megadeth getting ready to release another album as well, heading out on the tour. They're, hell, they're on the road right now, I think. As a matter of fact, with Trivium and the boys. Yeah, uh, probably one of the one of the best. I mean, stories I'll tell forever. Uh, in, in being in this business <laughs> is watching Dave Mustaine uh, being backstage. Fortunate enough, I think it was Mayhem. Was it, it was Mayhem, Mayhem Fest? Fest? Yep. 
And, you know, we're back there kind of hanging out because we're going to do an introduction. And Dave Mustaine comes off the stage and he's adorned with a, 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 a I think it was a white or it was a black. Uh, I thought it was purple, but you black, it was definitely darker in color. Yeah, I think it was a black uh, kind of like... Um, it was just a straight up robe. Yeah, a robe. And it said mustaine on the back <laughs> and he was escorted to a golf cart and then uh was driven, just driven whisked off. away i mean it was just bananas but i mean the weirdest thing i think was the fact that it also was the hottest day like it was 110 degrees it was stupid hot he's drenched in sweat and then they put another layer of like a big terry robe yeah, on the dude to soak up all the sweat i guess but i'm like ugh. Uh, I don't think I'd want more things on me if I were stupid hot. But, uh, listen, he killed that night, and, uh, you know, Megadeth always puts on a great show, but it was a very, very funny story. I mean, 50% of the time, he's great to talk to. (laughs) And and you and I both looked at each other after that happened, and we're like, did we just see that? Was that a thing? I wish I could have taken a picture. (laughs) It was wonderful. Happy birthday, Dave. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the (laughs) X-Rock. Chevelle Marsimula wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J today here on this Monday. Hey, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Had a chance to announce a concert coming to town today. Yes, Static X will be returning to the Treasure Valley on the 25th of February of next year. They're bringing along with them Fear Factory and Dope, and it's going to be a pretty damn good show, and it's happening at the Revolution Center. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. It's all presented, of course, by the X-Rocks. We also had a chance to tell you that Harry Potter potions aren't real and you cannot take them and then try to steal fire trucks. You will get into some serious, serious trouble, and hopefully you're not working in one of the deadliest jobs in America. That is not a good way to go out when you're working. Everybody should be going out happy. Yes, Big Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, but it does leave you with the floor, my friend. Uh, hey, we were going to give away the Metallica Deluxe set, but... Uh waiting to get all the names together didn't i dropped the ball on that this okay morning. so we will wait to give that away was there anything else you wanted to say instead or just a mea culpa a mea culpa uh, seems to let's see i i did uh yeah jeff bridges by the way good news for the dude okay because if you remember uh he was diagnosed with lymphoma last year yes and he's gone through a bunch of treatment and chemotherapy he's finally in remission he posted a handwritten note on his website saying that his tumor which was once nine inches by 12 inches big huge is now down the size of a marble he also revealed that he had to battle covid in the spring and until recently was on oxygen he's fully vaccinated and credits the shot with saving his life well there you go uh i'm glad to hear that uh the world is a better place with him in it and glad that he is on the mend as well he'll be uh he'll be starring in an upcoming fx series called the old man all right is he gonna play the titular old man probably i'm guessing so he is getting up there sadly uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by CBH Homes. This September only, CBH Homes presents Cash Boom Home, a promotion where you can choose from 200-plus brand spanking new moving ready homes and get up to 20 k in extras. Visit cbhhomes.com if you want to learn a little bit more. Jason Drew's coming in here next. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.